0: drink the tea the agatha christie podcast where we analyze her books one by one i'm josh i'm charlotte i'm zach and today we are chill and we are relaxed the vibes are gonna be lo-fi and our lower backs are <laughs> so the lumbar support is off the chain <laughs> i'll tell you that in the studio of ddtt downtown san francisco Right by Lucky Jim's tire shop. We just count on tires. We just had a big upgrade due to our massive subscriber increase. Exactly. (laughs) Zach, would you like to take over for me before this all goes down in flames? The, The
1: longest sentence ever.
0: Now I almost had, unfortunately, for medical reasons, to stop uh, being a part of this podcast. You brought a doctor's note. I brought a doctor's note because I was absent. Dr. Days. Kevorkian. Yeah. And the issue was is that my back was in knots. It was in... It was in tatters, shall, shall I say, because the chairs that were here before had no backs. Mm. They were stools, yes. if you want to call them that. Counter-height stools. Counter-height yes. stools. And so not only could my short little legs not reach the ground, but also <laughs> my... I, I hunched like... Some would say I belonged in a bell tower in Notre Dame. You know? Yes, he was definitely quasimodo it up. Yes. And he lost an inch. I, I did. I lost a full inch of height. But now that I'm sitting in this chair, I think I gained two. You look to be at least five foot. <laughs> I know. I'm 4'11 now, but it's pretty close. I also want to talk about another change that I've received. We I've received some uh, customer feedback from one of my hosts, Charlotte, that I always seem quiet while when we're recording, which is oh. unbelievable. And that's because I'm always uh, moving my head to the side. And because I'm, I move my head like a... Like, what would you say? Like a... Uh, like an owl? I move my head like an owl while we record. Sometimes I turn it completely backwards to finish my sentence. So re- my eyes are locked dead on Zach, who's in front of me. And even if I'm talking about the book, even if I'm talking about... Nothing he knows about at all. I'm going to be staring straight into his I, soul. Now the thing is, which I don't really need to be, is that <laughs> because the microphone records a 360 circle, if you needed to face Charlotte, you could shift one chair to your right. I don't think I. I don't think I can. See, I was
1: going to suggest that, but then I thought it would be like make a crack in the universe. It's, like it, it, it would be sat, weird. I've
0: sat here for I don't know how long. It, it, yes, always. Always. I understand, but think of the audio. <laughs> yeah. This is a purely audio. All right. What if I tell you this? What if in one of our next episodes I try it and we see if the vibes are immaculate? Okay. See if the vibes are immaculate. See if the audio is crisp. And crisp then... like a onion. Yeah. Who knows? You could realize that like you have like this weird tension in your neck because you've been turning to the side all this all this time. And I find out when I don't actually have to well I'll have to turn my head to talk to you. Yeah, but we've already talked today, so we We, don't we have need talked to. a little bit today so far. <laughs> so today on the podcast we are talking about Dame Agatha Christie's next book. Yes, we are in a killer decade. We have had some hits. We had the surprising hit with the Mary Westmacott book when the experimental death comes as the end. And this is a book that I think doesn't get talked about hardly at all. It's one of her lesser known from this decade. You mean the one we're doing today? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is sparkling cyanide, alternative title, Remembered Death. Charlotte, please, I implore you, give me your experience with this book. So see, now that you're
1: staring straight ahead (laughs) at Zach the whole time,
0: I feel impelled to (laughs) to stare straight ahead at myself.
1: (laughs) uh, What is in my eyeline is a, a Starbucks mug from England, with oh, William
0: Shakespeare on it. It reminds me. I forgot to get something. For, I'll tell you later. I forgot to get something from the store. For here today. So was it no. the word
1: Starbucks, Shakespeare,
0: or Starbucks. coffee? Okay. Okay. You forgot to get one Starbucks? I forgot to get a buck. <laughs>
1: So now I'm, I feel compelled to stare at William Shakespeare, and it's, he's not attractive. We are like Josh, the podcast
0: hosts who stare at goats. Josh isn't looking at me, though, when he's talking to you. He like is like I'm looking like, over uh, to the side, uh, but not at you either. Because he could easily turn his eyes to look at you like <laughs> I am right now. I, I am taking the feedback, and I'm doing his, the worst with it. His <laughs>
1: optic nerves are somehow connected
0: to I'm going the sides to, of I'm his I'm going neck. to blow a blood vessel. <laughs> it is going to be messy all up on these new chairs. Charlotte, what is your experience with this book? Um, I had never read it before. Oh, never once? Never once, Not never even twice. This time. Had you read it, like, at all before, though? Now, that's surprising me. I thought you had. <laughs> I thought I had, too. Oh. <laughs> I read this one now I, w- I read this one. I remember very specifically when I read it. I read it on vacation with my parents. I got sick on that vacation oh. and I read the book, but I remembered ble- I didn't know who the killer was. I knew absolutely zero from it so
1: um, so I, I not that I feel it's not important, but I just want to know like for like you know context was it like like stomach bugs sick or Like like sinus infections, or like food poisoning. It was
0: like flu sick. Okay. Like I got, I used to get flu sick every November, and it was always it always lined up with family vacation.
1: Okay, that's really funny because one of the things I wrote down that I thought was funny about this book, is the million references to the flu, but they don't say the flu, they just say flu, and it's in quotes, like air quotes for the audience, every single time. So it was it was influenza, but like. It was like you know what we're all tired of saying influenza, so we're all going to say flu. But every time it felt like it it had this sarcasm to it that it was like sarcasm. Sarcasm. (laughs) I was going for sarcastic and then realized I didn't have a word for after sarcastic, so it came on, sarcasm. Sarcasm.
0: (laughs) That's one benefit to be staring straight at Zach is that we are we connected. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That it was it was like oh the flu. So that's funny that you had the flu. Yeah, I thought that was funny,
0: too, because it kind of gave me, like, a little bit of a a vibe of what I wish writers would do more of. Like, literature after COVID, like, where you kind of want to talk about it, but you kind of don't. And then whenever you, like, come across (laughs) it in a book, you're like, ugh, I don't want to read about this. And they
1: mentioned it so many times. You felt like, or I felt like, excuse me, that it was a major plot point. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with it.
0: I mean, not but, really, but uh, yeah. it was—it
1: was—it wasn't it, wasn't. it didn't have anything to do because. So the woman, who's the victim slash kind of main character, is a woman named Rosemary, and mm-hmm. she dies. Everyone thinks that she commits suicide at a dinner party, which is weird. Um, now, now I feel impelled to turn and, and look at Zach <laughs> and explain the whole book to him. See, right explain.
0: He um, made you look.
1: He made you look. So they were like, why is she, why would she kill herself? They're like, well, she was depressed because she had the flu. And yeah. that happens. People get the flu and then they get
0: depressed, they said, like, maybe
1: it was a thing. You well, know? yeah,
0: they were acting like it was very common. Like, after right. coming off the flu, you had this fatigue, this depression. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Maybe it was, the. Tr- I don't know if they had a treatment or something. But, like, it yeah. seemed like it was a big problem at the time. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed present, maybe especially in old ringing. Prim- and she was a nurse, so that... yeah.
1: But when was this set, though?
0: I mean, I know when it was written,
1: but was it set in the forties? Um, it was
0: set in the forties for okay. for the normal things. But how long ago was the like the flashback? How many years ago was it? That the oh death no, happened?
1: that's a good point. Who died I died nearly a year remember. ago. Oh, it
0: was only near. So yeah, the events of the book are nineteen forty-five with nineteen. Because she always wrote present day, besides, um, uh, *Death Comes as the End*, to my knowledge. And Zach checked his as well. Yeah, it's definitely better. Zach has a copy. We each have a copy of the book today. I have a copy today. today. And does yours have the post, or is it the the pre-script? What is it? Which I want to talk about, because it's pretty unique. Um, Oh, let me see. On one of the first pages, maybe if you have a cast of characters. No, past that. It should have like (laughs) one sentence that says six people. On it by itself. Or do neither of you have it? I uh, don't have that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, six people were thinking of Rosemary Barton, who had died nearly a year ago. Yeah, and so that is like it's like the place of a dedication. It is a what do they call that? Pre something. I don't know. I feel like I should I have don't my know research. What that's but that's like, it. Pretty, looks like a dedication. It's pretty unique in the book because it's not like part one and then it's before that. It's before the book actually starts.
1: You could not even know it was there, right. like Me who didn't know it was there. I, I just think that's <laughs> kind
0: of interesting that she put it there. Like mm-hmm. it gives like such a focus on rosemary barton the character charlotte was just talking about who yeah. who dies so this book the interesting thing about it is this is a novel that she adapted from a short story
1: which the short story was called yellow iris is that correct
0: yeah and okay. it was a very short very light hercule poirot story it was in, published in a magazine probably around i think it was around the time of because um, it's in the collection of the regatta Mystery, so they're pretty early stories and, uh, sorry, Zach harmed himself and screamed. Yeah, silently. So Simultly. in
1: addition to having much nicer chairs with backs to them, um, we also have, like, we down got down or like, grated on the table. It, it all things are <laughs> balanced. So what
0: my dad did is when he had a, like a, what are they called? The higher height? Counter height uh, table and chairs. When he got different chairs, I don't think he had different chairs. I think he just cut all of the legs. Yeah. Cut the chairs down. Don't touch these chairs.
1: We thought about that. Like with the table, like yeah. keeping the table and cutting the legs off. Yeah, but it, it didn't work
0: structurally. But good idea. Don't hurt our yeah. chairs, please. <laughs> and it can always be fixed. <laughs> just cut them off anyway. It's fun to hit each other with the legs. I'm going to make sure that the, the microphone is the actual thing recording real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's got a red light on. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to do a little make sure. I <laughs> trashed this episode. <laughs> I mean, it's been affordable so far. Um, right now, Zach is checking the technology. If it changes how we sound in the middle of the episode, you'll know it's because I'm gonna pause it, and we're back. So, anyway, she adapted this from a short story. She has done this um, how many times prior? So, one thousand. Uh, <laughs> well, she <laughs> hadn't written that many books yet. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> she did it with the mystery of the blue train which was from uh, the Plymouth Express. Yes. Um, she had done it with... Uh, Technically,
1: Death on the Nile and Triangle at Rhodes is basically yes, similar, the same thing. Yeah,
0: similar, um, yeah. she done it with Dumb Witness, with a story she hadn't released, which was the incident of the dog's ball. And there's a third example that I'm going to find. But she um, had only done this a s- several times, and I don't think she does it ever again. I mean, she, is, she regularly adapts... Um, content from earlier things. That's not unique for her to do. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, because sometimes, like with with Plymouth Express, it was like she was testing out the idea. Exactly. And sometimes it was a very, very good idea, and you had
0: the potential to expand it into a novel. So why not? Right. Uh, you, you can add, like, richer characters. And often when she did that, she would change, like the identity of the killer, and she would flesh it out a little. Uh, she would flesh out with subplots, and, you know, you could get a unique experience um, either way with reading the story and reading the uh, the book. Uh, Evil Under the Sun, also Triangle at Rhodes, mm-hmm. um, very similar. So, yeah, she's done this several times. She does this again with Sparkling Cyanide, Remember Death. It has a very similar plot. Um, it is a, another murder in the past one. But it's much more in the moment for this one. So, uh, like we begin, it begins with the people who are thinking about Rosemary Barton, who supposedly killed herself at this dinner, and um, it we go. Was her birthday right? Yeah, it was her birthday dinner, and we go into each person's head as they think about her, as how her death has affected their life. In fact, each chapter in the first book, which is called Rosemary, which I think is a nice, is a nice. Centering to it, I love when Christy puts a lot of focus on a victim, especially when they're dead already. Mm-hmm. Um, each chapter is named after the character that the focus is on.
1: Yeah, and like George, uh, who was her husband. Yeah, George. Ruth, Barton. who was the secretary. Anthony, who was just like the extra dude.
0: <laughs> right, and it's third person, but it's all you know. Iris, who was your sister. Their heads. Yeah, so yeah, we have Iris. We have George, her husband. Ruth, who is uh, George's secretary. Um, Stephen Faraday and his wife, Alexandra, he's a politician, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: uh, there's rumors that there was some sort of romantic, something romantic going on between Stephen and... Rosemary. Rosemary, and then, like you said, Anthony, who we'll call the extra boy. Um, (laughs) So they're all thinking about her, uh, but then um, sort of the hook of the book is not even that, but that George has decided uh, because... You know, he... What, what starts this off? He gets something? Um, does he, gets mean,
1: a, he gets a note. A note. says something like, you know, she didn't commit suicide, she right. was murdered. And mm-hmm. this... It was, I don't know, somewhere between six and nine months after her death. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to get a little unhinged by it. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets obsessed with this. And um, so he... Pla- one year after her death, he plans
0: a second party...
1: Exactly
0: and the has... same. Same place. I'm thinking about something else. So don't, don't look okay. this way. Okay. Well, Josh, look this way. Don't look at yeah, me. Exactly <laughs> the same. The same people, same place. In the
1: same table in the restaurant, the same day. Everybody had to, like, eat the same food and stuff. And every single person was like, this is weird. This is a bad Why idea. are you doing this? But they all had some respect for George, which was Rosemary's husband. So they were like, okay, well, we're going to humor him, but he really needs help. Mm-hmm. Basically, um... But, of course, he was trying to call out the killer.
0: Yeah, and he has, like, a plan uh, of how to do it. Um, and that is that is sort of the... It takes a while to get there because this is a, a very... I say this is one of her more character-driven stories. Yeah. Um, so it gets a little bit to get to that, but that is the hook of the story is, like, like remember death. It is redoing a murder and... Uh, obviously another person dies
1: Yes. at that
0: uh, second dinner.
1: Of course, because, you know, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. Anytime you reenact a death, you're going to get <laughs> a death. I love that. It reminded me of in Clue when um, Wadsworth is reenacting the entire movie plot and he keeps being the victim and every time... Uh, Miss Scarlet screams, or somebody screams because they think he's dead again every single time. And like Mr. Green gets, tires of ca- gets tired <laughs> right. of catching
1: him and I just like it. leaves him laying <laughs> down there on
0: the floor. By anyway, now, she was clue. dead. Greatest movie of all time. Um, <laughs> this book is, yeah, it's just it's very unique. It it, it has it's Colonel Race is the detective in it. Um, so it's a one-off with Colonel Race. Colonel Race we had previously in. Cards on the table. Who is a a slightly
1: reoccurring character? Yeah,
0: cards <laughs> on the table, and he's in Death on the Nile as a side character. He's a hottie. He's a baddie. He's a daddy. He's <laughs> he's a great. Don't man. believe anything he says. He's none of those things. I, I would not paying hottie. attention to anything before. He's a hottie. He's a baddie. He's a daddy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hottie in Cards on the Table. Like they talk about how he's like like he's like bronze and he's like he's a hottie. So he's Colonel Racy. He always <laughs> raises But he, he's, he's older in this book, but, you know. Yeah. I think she's still, like, he's very, like, he's a good-looking older guy.
1: Yes, that's true. Because someone actually does say that in, in this book, in Sparkling yeah, Sinai. they say. It was, like, a younger woman that he had to interview, and she was, like, she was, like, wow, he's pretty yeah. good-looking for an old guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they say verbatim that he, he's. So <laughs> you don't even remember what she just said. He's, he's daddy, he's a baddie. He's a hottie. He's a hottie, he's a baddie, he's, he's a, a daddy. daddy. Colonel Race. <laughs> and is this his last book? I don't know. I believe it is his last book. We are so we are so well researched for this project. <laughs> I will say, for any, you know, any vagueness on this book, um, I think we both have read this a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Our, I was just gonna say, yeah, I read
1: yeah. this. I read um, nine months. tenths of this book a long time ago, and I was all prepared. I had notes, and then the last tenth i think i read this morning and was yeah. like blah 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 blah." Uh, okay yeah whatever
0: <laughs> yeah we we uh we were supposed to record this episode two other times i got covid we didn't think it would happen but and i got it,
1: covid oh i know so now zach you're the only one who hasn't yep, got it never, right there was one
0: i'm pretty much invincible <laughs> he's bulletproof i'm never gonna die <laughs>
1: I, you heard it here. Um, Josh really wanted to be the special one who never got COVID. So I figured it but... would happen to you. <laughs> right. Well, who doesn't care?
0: I don't... Yeah. Just you go ahead it and give it to, it to me. it badly.
1: You wanted get And Zach's badly. been exposed
0: Josh. to COVID like eight times. Yeah. Yeah. I've been the most exposed.
1: Yeah. I feel like COVID is at this moment like plotting and planning
0: a new sub-variant just <laughs> to, to catch that. Zach what? shared a ham sandwich with patient zero. I feel like <laughs> I feel like what would have happened is they would have been like the hospital with, like everything's sectioned and quarantined off. And, like, everybody's wearing, like, full, like, uh, hazmat suits and everything. And I, like, stumble in eating a banana. <laughs> What's going on? There's <laughs> everybody all bundled up for It's not very cold outside. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and he can't get it. Yeah, you, I feel like you should be one of those people where they're, like, you know, if you, if you should have gotten it but never have, can you, like, please come in for testing?
1: But I feel like... <laughs> the I'm, government wants to study you. I feel like I'm,
0: you. like, uh, I'm going to be like Edgar Allan Poe, who gave everybody tuberculosis. And um, everybody yeah. that he knew and loved died because of it. That's gonna be me. And oh. you wrote uh, the Telltale Heart. So yeah. Dark. And I might marry my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on. Get it posted. post. Think about you think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> it's on the table. <laughs> not not right? I'll have to get divorced first, not but right. you know. <laughs> hey If a... this one doesn't work out, my cousin's always on the table. Hey, everyone still respects you when you leave your wife or your cousin. <laughs> that is definitely not a way. <laughs> To get your. If, your you're, listening, so if you're listening, funny. honey, that's yeah, not true. And this is why we don't live stream. And you. if his cousin is listening, <laughs> call me. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Sparkling Cyanide by Agatha Christie.
2: <laughs> sure. Center. What's your
0: experience with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start all the way over. If you notice we're very relaxed, it's because we have new chairs. Um, okay, so. Uh, murder in retrospect a murder in the past. Rosemary is the center of everybody's life. We don't actually get to meet Rosemary. Uh, it's a trick that Christy pulls a lot where it's all who is Rosemary actually is she more you than the son to
1: fo- yeah you have to form your opinion about her entirely through
0: secondhand information which I love when she does that because mm-hmm. she does it so well and she usually always has a surprise for you even if you you know what she's doing. Um, so let's go with uh, initial thoughts, um, since we both kind of are coming in on this one fresh. Because I could not remember what I thought about it. So because you thoughts. had air quotes flu. I had flu, but I did not consider <laughs> uh, suicide. I just watched movies. You didn't get depressed. I got flu. pretty depressed, but not that depressed. I didn't. I didn't go to dinner and uh, slip some poison in my champagne. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what are thoughts on this book? I like the first section where it's everybody's internal thoughts about the whole situation. I liked that a lot. When it changes gears in the middle, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like it's incongruous or anything. It's just when it changes gears and you start into like the actual investigation part of it, I have to admit I got a little bored because it felt like you were rehashing everything. Um, So I don't... Just broadly, I don't feel like this was... A big surprise, or oh my gosh, I had no idea how much I would enjoy this, or this is an undiscovered gem, why aren't more people talking about this? I love the title. It's one of my favorite titles of all time. Not Remember Death, that's stupid. Remember Death
0: is crap, but Sparkling (laughs) Cyanide is a great title.
1: Sparkling Cyanide is such a great title. Um, So I wanted to like it more, TBH, but there's there's nothing wrong with it. It's solid, Christy. And a couple of the things that she does are interesting, but there's no. There's no huge, big, new stuff going on. Well, that's fine. You don't have to. But, like, Towards Zero was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot. I had just, why yeah. is not everyone reading For this The book? last four or five we've done <laughs> yeah. anything like that. And, the, the, again, it's not, it's not like it's a downgrade or that there's anything wrong with the book. And maybe it was just my um, mindset as well. Like I said, the first part, the psychological part of it, the way everyone felt about Rosemary... Yes. And the underlying current of like no one was ever as they seem. Mm-hmm. Like everybody had this persona that they put out, which was very this is very very British. That especially in that time, stiff up a lip. That you had to project that you mm. were successful or whatever your role was in life, you had to sell it. Yeah. And then I like that she undermines that, and she's always talking about. Everybody knew. It was like, oh, Rosemary was, you know, an airhead, but she was so successful, and she had a rich older husband, and her life was perfect, and everyone in their internal monologue was like, oh, yeah, she was an airhead, and nobody liked her. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I actually, I have I bookmarked this because I love, someone said, this is how they described Rosemary, lovely as paradise and dumb as a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> is... Nice. Bizarre, very bizarre insult, but... But that part of it I liked. And then it got into the interviews and the where were you at the time of death or the Mm -hmm. second death. And I I did check out a little bit. So, your turn.
0: I actually agree with you 5 million percent. Really? Like, it is not your headspace at all. I, where we are in the Christie canon, I expected to love this. Mm -hmm. And it starts off so strong. The characters in this are so rich. And I, I love Christie of every decade. I, you know, after the '40s, I don't think she plummets. No. And even before not. she got strong with characters, she still was doing amazing work. But '40s is her peak character-wise.
1: Yeah, and you can't write seventy-five novels no. and all of them be on the exact same level. Right. Just through personal taste, especially when you did so many things that were different.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think she is up to par with, or or in the same field as toward zero. And uh, the last couple that we've done, or like even um, uh, Absent in the Spring, Moving Finger, Five Little Pigs, character Death Comes as the End, character-wise, these characters are very rich. And like you said, the beginning, the way that they uh, are introduced, she does it so, like she always does, economically, efficiently. I love at the beginning when her sister's thinking about her and she's talking about how you don't really realize that your family members are actually people. Uh, and she's like, for the first time, she's thinking of Rosemary as a person. Yes. Because it's not like, just, yeah. you take advantage that they're just there, this is my sister. Mm-hmm. And then one day you're like, oh wait, you're actually an individual. And that was just so beautifully told and so simply, which is the beauty of Christy. Um, but after that initial moment, it does start to get very plotty and it drags a lot.
1: Yeah. And it does some things that a lot of people complain about with Golden Age Mystery, which... I usually don't agree with. I think it's some of the things they complain about are, are dumb. Um, I feel like it's just people trying to make something modern that isn't. Yeah. But that is one of the things, they do introduce some characters that aren't, like, super important, but that you don't need very yeah. late in the book. It's like, oh, hey, would True. you like to meet the actress that he hired to pretend to be his dead wife at her anniversary death birthday? You right. know, it just doesn't... That doesn't
0: work, and it was completely it's a good hook. unnecessary. They don't make hallmark, hallmark cards for that kind of event. <laughs> um, yeah, it. Yeah, I was disappointed by this one, uh, just like, for the exact reasons why you said I don't really need to run over it again. Um, I am
1: surprised that... That you I feel the exactly
0: thing. the same way, and I have more that I was a little disappointed with, with the ending. Um, but I felt like too at the at the first half of the book, I was like, this is starting so strong. Mm-hmm. And I think what it really boils down to is the short story to the novel, um, fleshing out. That could be. Uh, we both enjoyed Mystery of the Blue Train, but it's not peak Christie, and it's the same with uh, Dumb Witness, which are all the ones that are direct. Like short story to novel, even under the sun of death in the Nile, with trying to get yeah, roses yeah, yeah. loose. Yeah. Uh, but these ones are direct, and all of them are not, in our opinion, on the podcast when we reviewed them. They all were a little wordy and a little, mm-hmm. they had a lot of extraneous information. And I think that's just because, you know, she had her core that she kept the same, and then she's like, well, she, you know, she has to stretch it to a full length novel. Mm-hmm. And even though she did a beautiful job making these characters strong. Uh, the investigation itself is not all that interesting because the short story, when we say short story, it is incredibly short. It's less than, yeah. like, 20 pages. It's one scene. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even have, like, the second. I mean, it's, it's so incredibly short. Um, like, you, she was, like Charlotte was saying, when he gets everybody together, his plan is to have an actress come out who looks exactly like Rosemary, and that's going to, like, scare the killer. Not a great plan. Gonna scare the killer into being well, like,
1: Oh that should be fair, he was he was getting on in years. Yeah.
0: He was old and nuts. Um, <laughs> but then they take a drink. It's always a good excuse for everything. And he gets <laughs> he gets poisoned this time and dies. Yeah.
1: Zach is super relaxed too. I'm Are you I'm, loving the chair? I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you're a pretty
0: sleepy boy. I got the heater like right behind me, warming me up. It's good to see you like, you know, that you're chill. Yeah. I'm usually high strung. He's usually over there like with a calculator and a bunch of files. He's like, I gotta get this done. <laughs> <laughs> My boss is going to fire me if I don't get this on a desk by noon. I don't like. But yeah, I feel exactly the same about this book. Uh, I wanted to really like it. I don't dislike it, and no, I feel no, no. like I would read it again. Um, the ending, which we don't really need to spoil, um, this is, again, especially in this decade, this is, again, one of the Christie's that the ending felt like, just like, okay, not like an ending where you get to it, that is the killer. She picked the perfect killer, the perfect solution. Right. It felt kind of just like, okay, that's fine. That kind. Of, it kind of felt a little more like what everybody yeah. else would do.
1: I, yeah, and I feel like the way that she structured it, especially the first, what, two thirds of it. Um, what is it with the infractions today? I never do this. I don't, guess you are doing your math homework. It's really obnoxious. Early. I hate Somebody's math. Gonna Stop get it. A um, the way that she <laughs> <Want> starts out. <laughs> what? You're going to get an a day in your math homework. Oh, no. Ugh. That's good. <laughs> Just ma- the words math homework
0: make me feel gross. Exactly. Are you proud of Charlotte? I'm proud of you, Charlotte. <laughs> I'd give you a sticker if I had. I have a sticker in the car. Thank you. We're going to get a joint fridge and we're going to put your grade on there. <laughs> The podcast fridge. The it podcast fridge. It's, it's one of those ten thousand dollar smart fridges. And, and it just fractions. has a ranch in it. <laughs> one bottle. One bottle of ranch and a half drank Pepsi wild cherry.
1: That's so accurate.
0: And Charlotte's math homework on the outside. <laughs> or the inside. No, that would work. Yeah.
1: That's a plot twist. It, it is. We open it up, we're inside. like,
0: not only am I proud of Charlotte, but we also get to drink ranch Pepsi.
1: Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mmm. To be fair, Ranch Pepsi is like... just see ranchy yep. That's what it is pinch. now. Is- <laughs> Pemch. Hey, throw me the pinch! Hey, give me some
0: punch, over here! <laughs> it's me in New York ordering punch.
1: It's just as ridiculous as, um, what is it, Starlight or Galactic or what was that Coke oh, flavor moon, that wasn't... Moon Moondoo?
0: A- what was it? The no. That Coke was not Moon Moondoo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Star it was
2: <laughs> moon do.
0: moon do. Was, uh, I think it, it was, was starlight. starlight. Yeah, yeah. a
2: lot of Star loved
1: that. I wanted to try it, but I just felt dirty. I
0: couldn't do it. <laughs> it tasted it tasted like graham crackers and coke. Ew. So like camping,
1: like yeah. graham crackers in coke, or you took a bite of graham cracker and then drank a drink of
0: coke, like that. Okay. Yeah. So okay. You, so you took a drink of it and you'd go graham crackers coke like it was two flavors together at last in your mouth
1: and that's supposed to be what space tastes like i think it's the feeling looking at the star so
0: it's not the flavor of space it's the flavor of laying on your back at a campground looking up at the sky while i just looked into the light and now i can't see your face it's the flavor of going blind (laughs) what sorry i went deaf from looking at the light too long (laughs) so So it's like 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 stargazing yeah
1: well, that, well, then, then it family. should taste like, you know, like wood smoke and like grass. It tastes like, you know, that movie
0: Gravity with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Gravity. i never
1: actually watched it. But everybody knows it, you know, it's, I saw the preview. So everybody yeah.
0: knows they didn't actually go to space. It was just <laughs> cilantro face. tastes like grass.
1: <laughs> Some people think uh, cilantro tastes like a so- stink bug smell.
0: Oh, man. I squished a stink bug in my coat pocket the other day. Oh, that's bad. And afterwards, my hands <laughs> smelled so to? bad for so long. Ew. And I was at work, so I couldn't wash my hands. Did you hands. know it was in there? Or no. did you just put your hand in there I just put my hand. I hadn't worn the coat in like six months. Oh, they love to hide in fabric. And I, I put my <laughs> hand in there, and I was like, what is this, squish? And I was like, huh? And I pulled my hand out, and I was like... <laughs> and I smelled my fingers. And what did that smell like? <laughs> it smelled like spoons. But... My sister would always say that. Uh, it's like bugs smell like spoons. Okay, um, and I smelled my hand, Stupid. and it smelled so bad, and it smelled, and it continued to smell really bad for like six. I had to put gloves on it, so they smelled so bad. <laughs> I could smell so them from an arms length. Like, wash your hands. That's or, amazing. I was at work. There's no there's no running water at work. Gotcha.
1: It was a, it's I work a, in a cave. <laughs>
0: Hey, how time to go to cave. I'll see you later. <laughs> you should be doing paperwork in cave. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get this to the cave desk, desk in a cave June with a bat on your shoulder. <laughs> Zach is Batman. Yeah, a Batman's accountant. Oh. <laughs> you spent a lot of money on bat toys this yeah, um, Toys. <laughs> I feel like being Batman's accountant would be one of the harder jobs in like the Batman-employed because of <laughs> all, he's rich and there's he's got a lot of, of in and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Alfred, that's a, you know, Alfred can't really have a life outside of Batman. No. <laughs> and, I mean, Alfred's the only one who really knows, so I guess probably the accountant is Bruce Wayne's accountant. I was going to say, are you Bruce Wayne's accountant and or are you someone, Yeah, Batman. so how are they paying for the Batman stuff? Is it, like, disguised so, in the Bruce Wayne, like... So, I think, technically, the guy who Morgan Freeman is in Batman uh, Begins, like, mm-hmm. that Batman series, yeah. is, he works for Wayne Intercorp. And he is that guy. And is he's it enterprises. Inter, inter, what did I say, intercorp. Inter- inter- yeah, enterprises. Mm-hmm. Wayne enterprises? And he does all that stuff on the Batman and side with the technology. He knows. Okay. Um, and he's in the comics and stuff. He's just never also represented in like the movies and stuff. Like gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever Fox. his name is, Fox. Something. So the accountant is yeah, aware. Because I just felt like you know on the paperwork they'd have to be. I like... guess he's not the accountant, but a lot of what. Uh, the, oh, so he's a comic book character. Yes. Okay. A lot of what that care, A lot of what, I guess, in the fictional Batman universe, Wayne Enterprises deals with is also military gear. So All he can right. just skim some military gear off See, of See, that's there. what I was trying to figure <laughs> out. Like, how do they make it look to people? Because they Wayne Enterprises has to be audited. Right. Someone who doesn't know he's Batman <laughs> has to look at this stuff. So how do they... And <laughs> the military built the And
1: also, right. in that same movie... Um, that Michael Caine was um, no. Alfred Michael and he told <laughs> Michael Caine he told uh, that's my Michael Caine impression
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to move on but I old Michael my Michael he's much more cockney than he actually is
1: so cockney
0: he <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's so cockney he doesn't have <laughs> syllables
0: you can see a guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not wrong um, he told Bruce that he had to get a hobby to explain, like, his um, bruises and being out late and spending so much money. Like, he was like, you need to take up polo or something as an excuse for, you know, what, like, all the stuff right. that you're doing. So That makes sense. Yeah, so in that case, yeah, so I get him accountant. They can't talk about it because
0: rule one. <laughs> well, then that didn't really solve your problem then, Batman. But everybody knows. Everybody knows about Fight Club. Yeah, I just can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkling Cyanide by Agatha Christie. What's your um, experience, <laughs> you know, These chairs. Deja um, vu! Yeah, so I think, like, uh, what I usually love about reviews when I go back and read, like, contemporary reviews is when people aren't thrilled with the Christie. I always love where they say, like, this is not her best, but it's better than what everybody else is doing. Right. And, you know, <laughs> there are things in Sparkling Cyanide, there are moments that are genius. Um, but it's, you know, as a whole, it is not working on, um, she's not firing on all cylinders. Um, because the scene where it's kind of hokey, you know, him getting everybody
1: together for the dinner and all this stuff, but just the way that she lands the ending of, so it ends a chapter and it also ends a section, like section one, two, and three, um, that he's like, he take, George takes a drink and he's like. To Rosemary for remembrance, which is a big deal because Rosemary, the flower, yeah, um, is supposed to signify remembrance. Um, the last line it says it took him a minute and a half to die. Yeah, it's, that's, that, that's like Subtle, oh wow. Yeah. It gives you you don't you want to know more, but you don't have to, and it's like does, a yeah. minute and a half. You have to think about that time of watching yeah. someone choke to death. Is like oh wow that was like intense, and then it kind of goes into procedural. So
0: and she's so good at that, like you know a writer especially uh, who would not go into gory detail uh, writing out that scene, it probably would be too goofy Mm -hmm. um, reading about him choking and people's reaction because sometimes in British books when somebody's dying and what you hear the other British characters say where they're like, by Jove, I think he's having a fit. And you're like, okay, you just (laughs) took all of the suspense out of it. But by her just giving us that. Stop being British for (laughs) a moment. She just gives us that one line to be in the scene. Yeah, I agree that really that sat with me too. It was it, really Yeah, good. it was punchy. Yeah. She's great. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything I said about this book.
1: But, no, and I think maybe <laughs> It's great, what five you, stars. What you said about it being the um, the going from a short story transition to the to a full novel. That could definitely be part of it. I also wonder a little bit if because the beginning started out so much like what her other books in this mm. period have been. Yeah. Very psychological, all about the characters. Um that maybe she felt like she had to change it to do this. Like maybe she felt mm-hmm. like she needed to hold people's interest. Like, Oh, people are expecting a detective novel or her publishers were like, Hey, could you not be so meta? Could, yeah. could we, could we have a mis- good old fashioned yeah. mystery? It's and Like, all right,
0: fine. Yeah. yeah. It was,
1: there's nothing that's wrong straight. with either piece. They just mm-hmm. don't quite go together.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. I, it, they feel like kind of two different books. Mm-hmm. And like usually the uh, hook feels like it gels well with the psychology. It's all playing together. But this mm-hmm. one, you could separate them easily. One of the the strong word, controversial things about this book is part of the twist. And I, and we, I think we could talk about this without spoiling it. Because often, even in contemporary reviews, they talk about the murderer's method. But it's not actually the murderer's method. It's something that goes wrong with the murder. Um, and that's the, the seating. Uh-huh. So one of the things, so Zach, you know, we're at this table.
1: Oh, yeah, we were just talking about changing nice chairs. seats. That's funny. Yeah.
0: We're <laughs> at this table and it's round. Okay, cool. So one of the things that happens in the book is like everybody, and so imagine you're at like a restaurant or a party, like, you know, it's kind of reminding me of like for us, because we don't go to fancy restaurants, you're at a wedding where every table is round. Okay. Yeah. It has yeah. The same it. I've been to one things of those. <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah. You get up obviously to go to the dance floor and get down with your bad self. Yeah. Walking in Memphis is on. <laughs> yes. You're walking with your feet ten feet off the pier. <laughs> <And> feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel. <laughs> and um, I always say pier because I picture like birds, but that, there's no pier. Um, you know, birds. You walk come 10 feet back. Off. You come back to the table. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, while you were gone, a waiter right. comes up to the table and a purse has fallen. He doesn't know where the purse came from, so he puts it on the wrong seat. Do you imagine that when you've come back from the table, since the purse has moved, you won't know the purse has moved? You'll just go a seat down since the table is round. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I feel like if I'm if I'm chill with everybody else that's at the table, everybody likes having fun and everything. Like, you think you wouldn't notice? <laughs> Probably not. Unless yeah. I had... Unless I... Unless... You would have to have, like, a distinct seat. I would have to have a distinct seat or know who I was sitting next to. Well, everybody just bumps down one. So oh, everybody everybody's seated down. next to each other, but everybody bumps down one because it's, it's, it's as if this so was everybody my everybody got up to get, hit the dance floor at Everybody the same time. left the table, but like let's say this book was here to say that this yep. was my seat. It falls down, so the waiter comes over. Oh, he puts it here, so when I come back, I sit here and everybody imagine the table's full everybody just moves down one seat yeah that's reasonable yeah and, and so they, because of that the murderer had put poison in a glass the wrong glass but everybody moves down uh, one seat and oh, the the put it in the right glass but yeah. the wrong person dies <laughs> oh. a lot of people have issue with this book even though it's not the method of the murder it's something go wrong but they don't believe it they say it's not believable and i think it's incredibly believable <laughs> all the tables look the same i feel like anytime i come back to a table like at a party like that or at a wedding i'm like which se- if you don't have it marked What's that's my seat? Uh, the most believable thing is that when "Walking in Memphis" comes on, yeah. everybody's on the dance floor. Yes, down in the jungle room. Yeah, that's exactly. funny.
1: That that's what people complain about because I never would have given that any thought until you bring it up. I think it's ridiculous
0: um, how many people that I just around the so book I say think, that. Yeah, I've. I. That, well, I don't read forums and it's stuff like that. Like, because it's also an accident. I don't put any. Yeah, I don't put any. um
1: I don't that's put any in research into this at all, and you do. But no, no, no. I, I think that with most people, yes, it would <laughs> focus. I think with most people, that is exactly what would happen. Just like I the mean. scenario that you and Zach just did. That that's normal, especially in that situation. Let's say you know it was a lousy wedding. You okay. know, and everybody—it's it, like those. you're at the you're at the bad table, Mine. like with all. <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> wow! This <laughs> episode, you are just. You were just <laughs> throwing out the truths. This is your cousin's wedding. <laughs> um, and mine. Same I mean, nice. wedding, but I've never heard anybody like, <laughs> you know, assume that kind of role. And they like, make that joke, but they keep bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, okay. I want to marry my cousin, guys. <laughs> she brought it up this time. You're just
1: making more things. You're going to have to edit it out. Um,
0: it's, nope, it's, it's, it's in there. This is all content. This, <laughs> this is called episode 70-whatever, Sparkling Cyanide, The Cousin Episode. <laughs> this is don't drink the tea raw, okay? <laughs> After hours. Exactly. <laughs> Oh wow! Well. Yeah, what were you saying? Like, I that? don't know. No, no, no. The, yeah.
1: it, it, it could have happened to anybody. <laughs> if it was me, I would have absolutely made sure I sat in the same seat. I don't care where yeah. I am. I I plot my seat, and once I have it, it's it's kind of like Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory. It's like that's my spot. Yeah, yeah. Like when I when I had a um a roommate a few years ago, and you know she was moving in, and I was explaining to her everything. It's like you know don't feel like you have to stay in like your bedroom, like. You know, use the whole house, whatever. Um, But this is my chair, and you don't sit there. (laughs) Hey, would you mind if I sat there next episode? (laughs) (laughs) I would let you. I I would let you because I trust you. But But then I have to
0: sit there, and Charlotte has to sit here. You shouldn't trust me because I brought chili.
1: Yeah. But I don't, no, I don't think that's a completely unbelievable thing. I I feel like most things are too perfectly plotted, and everything had to go perfectly right for the killer's plan. And in this case, something as simple as... You somebody drops something and they put it back on the table yeah. in the wrong spot, and also in that, in that like situation, everybody was stressed out, yeah. They, they, and it they, was like walking in Memphis hadn't yes. even been invented yet, <laughs> yeah. so you know, they were having a dark world,
0: they were, they were watching, was like, there was a prophecy. They talk about there's like low <laughs> lighting, I mean, it's drinking, it's yeah, like you know, it's not and like no and
1: like, one wanted to be there, everybody so was
0: smoking like, indoors, <laughs> that's <laughs> true, true. true, yeah.
1: And like every, there, was of, you know, there was a lot of There was a lot of tension among
0: the people who were sitting
1: there. Yeah, Like nobody liked that they had to sit in the same seats that they sat at a year
0: ago when the lady died. Yeah, I don't so It's okay, this is what I would have an issue with. If that was the murderer's method If they, like, put poison in their own glass, because that's what I thought they were doing, Mm -hmm. and then, while everybody's up, they move something that moves everybody down one. Uh You know, that, because what if somebody figured it out? But the fact that she's putting it in as, like, oh, this is something that could have made the plot go wrong and change everybody's perspective of it. Yeah. I think that's genius, because it is very believable. It kept you so
1: long from finding the truth.
0: I think that's genius. I don't think it, like, goes incredibly well with the solution, because the solution, I think, feels a little random. And it's, like, one of the only killers besides, like, appointment with death that I'm not in love with, you know? Yeah. Not and I'm not in love with the killer, but, like, the idea of <laughs> this is the perfect well,
1: No, and I think we got sidetracked a little bit, so I can't remember if I actually said this or I just thought it, okay. when you were saying about who the actual culprits are. Yeah. I feel like the way that this book is written, at the end, she, in the last, in the 11th hour, she could have picked anybody yeah. to be the killer and just as equally been able to explain it. True. And who it is is, is fine. You know? It's, mm-hmm. like, it's it's whatever. But I think it's what she could have closed her eyes and pulled the name out mm-hmm. of a hat and been like, I can make this work.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not, it doesn't give you that satisfaction of reading a Christie where you're like, just like, how'd she do it? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, you know, Ellery Queen, uh, Dorothy L. Sayers, uh, not to, you know, throw shade at those authors. No, no, no. Yeah, but, yeah, but another author who, you know, were different, who I think were less... Mm, what's the word, like, uh, precise about that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's just what you'd expect. Good? Is that the word you were thinking <laughs> of? weren't <laughs> as... Mm, Less good. They weren't gooder. <laughs> more gooder. They were better than her. Um, yeah, that, that those are my issues with it. But I've always thought that that was a pretty clever thing that, that easily could happen. And, and even the fact that contemporary people were like, yeah, that's a little hard to swallow. I don't think I think, think that's it. one of the more convincing accidents happen like you know yeah of all the crazy things that happens in golden age mystery that you accept because of the genre like right. that somebody would shoot themselves in a leg to commit a murder on a boat like <laughs> you accept that but the idea that people accidentally or, get bumped you know, down one table
1: houses you know with secret passageways yeah you know
0: like that people that can do disguises and, it's you like know. oh yeah
1: that's fine sure oh but yeah. no
0: you but you're not gonna sit in the wrong table
1: right yeah you sat in the wrong seat and that
0: shame the- <laughs> <Which> pre- <laughs> I mean, I don't even like this book that much, and I'm, a, sh- I'm ashamed to eat that is, a, that is a weird thing to complain yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I checked this Which, to make sure I wasn't pulling it out of my, my butt, but it's like, a contemporary review was like, yeah, the method is a little, and it's not the method, it's no. an accident. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe they misread.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they gave up part of the way through.
0: Yeah, they just got the Cliff Notes from their assistant. And They're like, yeah, "Okay, well, yeah, whatever." Personally, when I'm at a wedding, I just walk through and start drinking people's drinks from different tables. Like, I so just they would walk never up. be able to figure out how you died. No, I just walk up and I'm like, <laughs> you know, "Whose I drink just,
1: was this? And this? And this? Just, and this?"
0: <laughs> he had seven gallons of champagne in his system.
1: I was just gonna say he had a drinking problem,
0: but it was all moon dew. <laughs> it was all moon. Moondoo! Moon <laughs> Pinch. <laughs> now that is a wedding with walking in Memphis and Moon Dew? Are you kidding me? Yep. Ma'am, I am tonight. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Cohn. <Cone>. Precisely. <laughs> is, it, is it Cone? K O H N C O H N. Cohn. Cone, <laughs> cone. <laughs> Sparkling Cyanide by Agatha Christie. Charlotte. <laughs> What's your experience? <laughs> these chairs, these chairs, I sit on them in the middle
1: of the so, night. Elsa, to go to what you were saying about the, um, the it'd be a normal thing to have happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Get your giggles out.
0: I'm done. <laughs> I
1: let, am now. <laughs> let us move on to the no. film adaptation. Oh yes, yeah. so there which... are
0: two film adaptations. I could not find the '80s one. Could you?
1: Uh I guess the one I watched was like two thousand three yeah, or some weird a, like year that no one remembers. There's an
0: eighties one. I will say both uh screen versions of this are both rated. Like I mean at a, on IMDb they're like which <laughs> I don't never trust IMDb anymore, but it's no. like five out of ten. <laughs> which, uh, I, for the one we watched, I would believe He's it. generous. Yeah. Yeah, it's, let's talk about the uh, screen version of, it was like a made-for-TV movie.
1: Right, at, uh, BBC, I think. Um, which usually is very lush, and their productions are amazing. Even for something yeah. off the wall, like, hey, they're not in a series or yeah, anything. they be like, Christie's hey, you know what? We're going to get together, like, five major actors who are all famous, all have won awards, and they're all just, like, sitting in our lobby. Yeah. Let's film an act as a Christie. Like, they not did that frequently. a yeah. usual. Usually is good, um, but this one—did did you get to watch it, Zach? No, because I texted Josh last night. And he said he was watching it, and I was like, "Why can't you get Zach to watch it? Just he, you know, he can watch it tonight. What else is he going to do?" And I Josh was playing said. Pokemon. Okay, Josh said, "I don't want to ruin his night."
0: <laughs> Wasn't that nice of me? It was. I don't I mean, think you could have stopped me from playing Pokemon if you were texting me and said, "You exactly could play you Pokemon and watched it." I guess. And uh, not no, listen, I thing. would not have paid attention. To it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was hard to pay attention to it while watching it.
1: Oh man, it was so bad. So the first mistake was, and and none of this had to be wrong. It could have worked, and I'm really not sure why it's so bad. It just is. I think I know why.
0: Okay, why? Well, I mean, we, it's just bad. It. Like I think I know, like the the big mistake. So they said it in modern day. Yeah, like which for some this story, it's year like So ra- random, yeah. Like yeah. in the So you're saying so... in this version, in this version of the of the book, the movie adaptation, Walking to Memphis, was out.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was. A, it was, it was more believable. Yeah, though. it was a little believable. Um, <laughs> a little bit. Um, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's modern, but it's, like, any time they, they did the same thing with, which I haven't got to see it, but I've, like, seen clips of the Alfred Molina modern Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah. Starring Alfred Molina, not made by him. Um, <laughs> but it'd be interesting if it was, like, the same thing with, like, starring and made by Kenneth Branagh, but Alfred Molina did that. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> anyway, uh but, you know, mid-2000s when they, they want to make use of all the technology they have. But when we watch that now, it's like flip phones and then computers that look like Stonehenge. <laughs> um, so, Colonel Race and his wife, they make his wife a super important character. And they're spies and they're investigating... Like, from some other angle, because one of the people at oh, the, the table politician. is a politician, yeah. so they have to spearhead the investigation. And his wife pre- it pretty much becomes like a Tommy and Tuppence couple, is it what does. they try to it, do. It does, it does, which like is... older Tommy and Tuppets. Which is
1: also wrong. For it was like a mistake. especially. Putting spies in there was a mistake. And they him. make the, um, so the, in this one, it like, the husband, Rosemary's husband, they make Rosemary, like really frail, and like she's only in it for ten seconds. She doesn't even get flashbacks, man. She's just, like, no. out. She's gone. Nobody cares about it. They her. didn't pay the actress um, for more
0: than one day of shooting.
1: Which, actually, she's the only one who did a fairly decent job with her part.
0: Yeah, she was like this. <laughs> <laughs> <Brilliant>. um, so, <laughs>
1: Sounds
0: <good>. Oscar 2003. <laughs> <Best>. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah,
1: so, and then they make the husband, her husband, instead of making just, like, an older, kind of lonely guy, mm-hmm. who had this younger wife um, who was mourning her, they make him a gangster who owns yeah. a soccer team or football so club. Football is, is yeah, actually football. truth, yeah. but yeah, you can't. So nobody's cool. gonna be like, "What is Dumb. that?" They're, they're gonna picture Dallas. and I don't want that. He <laughs> owned a well, yeah. a soccer team, yeah. and the one guy who's the extra guy whose mm-hmm. name Anthony. is Anthony. Anthony, yeah. Um, he's, nice a, to, to he's a he's a football towards star. Me to the extra guy. <laughs> I did not. I didn't even look at you, <laughs> you went, the extra. Guy. I was looking. I did not do that. that. But you're supposed to. <laughs> right? What, right? What about these chairs? <laughs>
0: Alright, what's your experience with... Okay, go ahead. Sparkling, cyan. Alright, enough of the gags. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot of gags.
1: It, nothing works. It, no, like, no, no. The, and the production doesn't look good. No. It was, no okay, Very so, TV.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And all of them are excellent... Actors and actresses Yeah Because the one guy The guy who plays Colonel Mm Race Is the guy who played Doctor What's his name Uh, Shepard
0: Doctor Shepard In Murder of Roger Ackroyd
1: And he does fantastic I mean, the end gets a little
0: hokey, but, yeah, you know, but he does We've already job. done that. Yeah, and his wife is in a ton of Christies as like a side character. Yeah,
1: and also she has played a villain before, and I'm thinking it was on Doctor Who, and she did a really good job. But yeah, in she looks really was, familiar. She has this weird. She has like a perfectly round face, kind of expressionless. She had this like no blinking. She had this. Yeah. Her eyes were completely like as far open as they could go the whole time, and she had this little half smile. All like glued time. on her face. That face exactly yeah. that Zach is making. So I like wish you could all see it's it. It's
0: one expression but kind of <laughs> it. let me take a picture and I'll, whenever I post the episode you'll see and I'll yes. compare it with the lady. Don't move. Sorry, no, oh man, man we lost it. Okay. Let, me, let, me let yeah. him get back, in, get back the head in the face. Let him get back in the headspace. No, you can't yell don't move while slowly you know you know look know the camera. That scream that gave me like such a flashback. To what? To
1: Clayton. To Clayton.
0: From Tarzan. You hear it? What? Yeah! Clayton from Tarzan. He screams like that He's the he... bad guy. Yes.
1: Oh, I only watched that once and tried my whole life to forget it. So. okay. Well, no, the old horrible. cartoon, not the
0: new one with the buff dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't love Tarzan. Yes, the cartoon. Because of the Phil Collins stuff. I do like Clayton. And, I'm sorry. But no he Collins! Ma- he makes a scream Did like you? that before he is hung. He gets oh. hung.
1: Oh, I don't
0: remember that. And I really like, did. Right when Zach did the scream, it reminded me of Clayton. I'll... Did you get the picture or not? I did. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. So yeah. So that also do old a lady. picture.
0: Do a do a side by side of that face with that scream and, <laughs> and then Clayton. Clayton, Clayton. me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dark. Yeah. Dark. Um, yeah. Um, and her assistant, who was also oh, a very yeah. good actor, he did a nice job, but he had like no lines, and it, it was it was all that little so kid was bad. so adorable.
0: This is what I think is, like, primarily an issue that just kind of, like, even though they're making all these choices that don't work, the thing that breaks them the most is, like, you know, this is a book that is about a murder being Mm reenacted. But what they do by having them investigate the case is that they investigate the first murder, which is not investigated, it's a suicide, and they have all this focus on that. So when the second murder comes... In the movie, it's just a second murder. Mm-hmm. It's not the hook of the movie. So the plot of the movie has zero hook. Yeah. It's about a, a random murder. It yeah. feels like every episode of any mystery British mystery show procedural mm-hmm. just take any from a list. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly how it feels. And Christy is she's a hooky writer, you know. And it
1: was it was kind of. Filmed that way as well. as kind of like an episode of *Midsummer Murders*. Yeah, it felt like a like pilot. *Midsummer Murders* from the '80s. That's what I
0: felt like too. It yeah. felt like the first episode of a show, just like *Midsummer Murders*. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was dreadfully bad. It was really I, bad. So I have started ranking all of the Christie movies. So I'm not including. I know he, I, I one think, more ranking. He's
1: consistent, and, and you know at least he. And has this is going is it on the same
0: doc. <laughs> no and this is going to come your eye was literally twitching <laughs> I love ranking okay for you I love ranking things I do it for myself I like ranking everything it just brings me what did joy. you tell
1: me the other day you were like don't judge me I ranked all the movies I watched last year yeah. and that's not a weird <laughs> thing I don't know why you, but you do write, Like, if you yeah. start ranking like all the meals your wife has ever cooked you okay not then that that's bad. gonna be weird it's
0: all media <laughs> Number one chicken that got on me. <laughs> two. Oh, I didn't say that on the podcast. I <laughs> got chicken on me. Remember him. that yeah. one chicken that got on me? But I, but I decided I said to one. That's number one.
1: What? Remember one? A yeah. chicken
0: got on me. <laughs> one that chicken that got on me. So uh, I decided to. Was that to, the, was oh, that okay, the number okay.
1: one chicken you have ever
0: had? Ever had. <laughs>
1: Sorry, okay.
0: I decided to rank all of the cinematic Christie. So the Poirot TV shows, Marples, they don't count. I only count like the Christie miniseries things, like okay. the Sarah Phelps, Pale Horse, Ordeal by Innocence, just because they kind of exist as a movie. Yeah. This one is, <laughs> of 17 that I've found, okay. this one is number 15. What was worse? Partners in Crime. The little the show Partners in Crime with the secret adversary and the you remember the with the one the, from the eighties no 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 the the newer one we talked about with NRM. oh
1: the the top the um the David Walliams yeah.
0: ones really I hate those Don't okay. we talk about how much I hate those on NRM yeah we did
1: yes I know you talked about how much you hated them but I didn't think they she were just quite as care. bad as this and <laughs> the
0: absolute worst yeah the absolute worst Christie oh movie?
1: is the ABC murder ABC John, <laughs> with John
0: so I'll just give the quick rundown number one Witness for the Prosecution. Number two, Sidney Lumet, Murder on the Rain Express. Number three, and then there were none from the forties. Number four, Death on the Nile, Kenneth Branagh. Number five, what? <laughs> number five, Crooked House, uh, with the Glen Close. Which no. I still haven't seen. Yeah. Number six, uh, Peter Ustinov's One Son. Number seven, Sarah Phelps, and then there were none. Number eight, Hugh Laurie's Why Didn't They Ask Evans? Number nine, Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Rain Express. Number ten, Peter Ustinov's Death on the Nile. Number eleven, Sarah Phelps' Ordeal by Innocence. Number twelve, The Elizabeth Taylor, Kim Novak, The Mirror Cracked.
2: Oh, uh, number that's...
0: thirteen. The murder is easy. We watched that's made for TV. Number fourteen. The pale horse. Sarah Phelps. Then the three I just mentioned. Wow. Now, where would the new Post and Boots movie fall in that list? <laughs> um, <laughs> somewhere around. <laughs> somewhere around the uh, Kenneth Branagh Orient Express and the Peter Usenov Death on the Nile. Pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, that's a sweet spot. Is there anything that you would reorganize, knowing what you've seen and what we've talked about on this podcast? Um, what was number one? <laughs>
1: what was number one again?
0: Uh, Witness for the prosecution. Which one? The uh, old black and white one. Really? Yeah. You don't like that one? It's fine. Oh. I
1: would not rate it that highly. Oh, though that's my
0: favorite. But well, that's we'll
1: fine. No, no, no. I'm yeah. glad it's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. my
0: number one, and then the old Orient Express.
1: That one is very good.
0: And then, and then there were none from the 40s. Um, And then Death in the Now.
1: Now, I think the, and then there were none, the modern one is
0: better than the one from the 40s. Yeah. Like, I go back and forth on that, but they just, it did some, some, like, three or four things that, like, annoyed me enough (laughs) that it dropped down there. Okay.
1: Which- I think it's less hokey. Well, there,
0: there are several, like, I mean, Death in the Now does things that are annoying. Evil Under the Sun does things that are annoying. Mm -hmm. But- I think they make up for it better than that one does. It is less hokey yeah. for sure. It, it treats it with more respect.
1: Yeah. 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 Interesting. I'd have to. Um, no, no, no. It's fine. I, I want see. Have it? to get more thought to it. Is that it, looks amazing. Is it
0: color coded? No, the, the no. Posters. It's pictures. Oh, oh. It's very oh, nice. Oh, on that app you were telling me about yeah. your nerd app. My nerd. Okay. Yep. <laughs> is um, it
1: called We List Things? It's called. <laughs> .net?
0: <laughs> it's called Rank Boys for Rat Boys. Uh, <laughs> which makes no sense. Rank yeah, voice? maybe I'll change my mind about Witness for the Prosecution, but like that's no, always been the I one, one that I felt to, like. Because Christie's not usually treated like with, you like with a lot of art behind it, you yeah. know?
1: Which, it's just funny because I literally just watched that like two weeks ago. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if I've seen it before, but I had some issues with it. I actually expected oh, okay. it to be better than oh, we'll <laughs> it was, that. but yeah, we'll talk so about it. So then that
0: what would that. you but, put as number one then? Would it be the
1: It would either be the Modern and then there were none, or Hugh Laurie's Why Didn't They Ask Evans. Um, Even though I hate the way they end it, that's the way she okay, ended it. so then those so, two,
0: and then what would be like the tier after that?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I've already all lost right, I'll all show of the you, names. I'll show
0: you this list. Just <laughs> I never can find anybody who will rank with me, so.
1: (laughs) No, I like ranking things.
0: Okay, just so you know, we're going to be doing an episode on Glass Onion, and that's where you're going to hear about my ranking of 2022 films, and also the Oscars (laughs) that I made for 2022, (laughs) which Glass Onion won a few of.
1: That'll (sighs) be great. So yeah, the film adaptation, which you can only see on BritBox, is terrible. The only thing I was going to say, though, about what you were talking about with the seeding controversy. Yes. Controversy. In that in Called the movie, C-Gage. so you're, you're looking at it, you're watching it visually, you're not picturing it in your head as you're reading the book. Yeah. Someone, they all come back to the table, like the girl who's dropped her bag is upset, as she sits down in the chair and she just grabs the purse and slides it over to her. Like, oh, that felt yeah. natural. Like, and she was the one that yeah, was yeah. in the wrong seat. She just sat down um, in the wrong seat. Right. Yeah. And she was just like, there's my bag. And she just rips it, like, pushes it over to her. And she's yeah. her mind, She's upset. She's thinking about something else. It's a bad wedding. It was a. T- somebody was doing karaoke oh, all... to uh, Walking in Memphis, and they were just butchering it. They <laughs> don't oh. respect the classics. Put on my blue
0: sweatshirt.
1: Get off the stage!
0: You rip the mic from them, push them down, pour it a pain, touchdown. So much raspberry. <laughs> he doesn't have that much rest. Right from your core. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mark Cohn. C- <laughs> mark Cone? Answer the question, Mark. Cone? Cone? <laughs> um, get that TikTok voice to tell me. I guess with just... Cun, that, yeah. I guess just with that, like, I guess that could just be more noticeable to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Which is what I, I But I still feel like it Christy could happen naturally. Like, yes. I still
1: don't feel why people are complaining no, I mean, about this it. Thing it's kinda kind of me. weird.
0: I think everyone on Earth is stupid but us. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with that. And I'm going to rank them. Number one... <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. So,
1: I guess we need <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we do need to rank this book, We do need to rankings. rank this book. So, uh, final rankings, you know, I like some things about this, but it doesn't do anything for me that is brilliant. I would give Sparkling Cyanide three stars at most, which this is getting really, like, nitpicky, between three and 3.5. That's my feeling. How about you?
1: I, the first thing that pops into my head was like, this was a solid three. Yeah, I don't it out. I don't know the only thing that would give it that little extra push to a 3.5 would be the first part True. I refuse to use fractions anymore <laughs> The first part that was the building of the characters and there are there are two what would you
0: call the mini twists that she does yeah like midpoint twists um, that that twist. I
1: actually like and one of them has to do with it's funny that we spoil everything and we're not spoiling this one like it just hasn't happened this whole episode and it's kind of but, like
0: a comment on the book because usually yeah. we feel inclined to do so
1: I, I know I feel like, like people will be like well I'm going to go out and read this one because they didn't tell me the ending have told me the ending of literally every other book. Yeah, um, we're idiots. But there are two. Yeah, there's two things. One of one person has like a not a secret identity, but an alternate identity that I really liked, and also one person was um, had very strong feelings for one character, but pivots midway, and I was not expecting that. So those two mm-hmm. things I feel like could. Yeah. The, the, it, it spoke to her having such fleshed out characters. Potential.
0: So it feels like an earlier work, does it not? And I think that's because of the short story. <laughs> Like, Definitely taking away we... the psychology, yes. but, like, the puzzle feels like this is something she would have done ten years
1: ago. Yes. Yes. I, I agree with that.
0: Um, so, th- we have so many books that are in the three stars, just because that's, you know, where a lot will fall. I'm going to run through them super fast, okay? Three stars. And I'm going to say, the the first book to come out of three stars is *Parrot at End House. This is 3.5. Okay. And then we have Murder in the Muse, Death in the Clouds, Secret of Chimneys, Secret of Adversary, Secret Adversary. Secrets of Adversary. Mysterious Affair at Styles, Mystery of the Blue Train, which we talked a lot about on this episode. Partisan Crime, One Two Buck on My Shoe, Why Didn't They Ask Evans, The Tuesday Club Murders, Lord Edgeware Dies, Dumb Witness, Seven Dials Mystery, Poirot Investigates. And I think it's interesting that all of the stories that come from short stories are all here in this mm-hmm. three-star area. So, yeah. is Sparkling Cyanide better than the other two, which is... Uh, Mystery of the Blue Train or Dumb Witness. I think that's a good way to gauge it right now. I personally like those two better. I think I like maybe Mystery of the Blue Train better, but not Dumb Witness.
1: Well, Dumb Witness is a dog, right? Which is... Is amazing because she writes the little bits with the dog. Yeah. And, and I know we had issues with that book, but it was, yeah. she was at least doing something new and different. Yeah. And Mystery of the Blue Train, I know why she didn't like that one, but mm. I have a soft spot for it. Yeah,
0: I do too. And I think so, I like it better than this one. I do too. Yes. Um, but I don't think I like Dumb Witness better, but. I would be okay with it being right around dumb witness. Okay, put it's it, not that Yeah, big of a it's,
1: at this point, it's mid-pack. It, nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> Lord Edgware
0: dies. Is it better or worse than Lord Edgware dies? I think Lord Edgware dies, Lord Edgware dies is better.
1: Uh, I got it. Hold on. Let me. Jane Wilkinson, <laughs> the
0: actress. I'm gonna yes. kill my husband.
1: Yes. So uh, I'm not uh, saying. That. Uh, I'd say they're about on par personally. Okay. So so
0: let's put then let's put sparkling cyanide right between Lord Edgware dies and dumb. He's witness. He's
1: having so much fun, isn't he? He <laughs> is.
0: And then I'm gonna rank the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> I gotta, like, I've only found, I've, like, listened uh, to a podcast where there is somebody who does exactly what I do, where they, like, rank everything and they find such joy from it, but it's, like, I don't know why, and it's always been this way, and... Until podcasting and apps that like you, where you do it, I never could figure out like <laughs> what did an you call output it, his for that. Nerd my app? nerd app, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can never find an output. Yeah, isn't something or a that rabble. you
1: can introduce into like casual conversation? Like, like yeah, hey, you're... so you know, I've just
0: ranked you know all of the pancakes I've eaten in yes. the last year. Like you're yeah. meeting somebody, and then you're like, would you like to know my uh, Disney roller coasters best to worst? And they're like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> But that would put uh, Sparkling Cyanide at—he's lost it. Uh, that would put it at number thirty-four, right between Lord Edgeworth dies and Dumb Witness. And all right, I think that's—that I think that is a respectable place. <laughs> it for is for a, a solid book because all the books right around here are solid. Because yeah, I'm just gonna say it. She was a pretty darn good writer. <laughs> the next book that we are writing, we agreed. The next book we are writing? Yes. Let's. Yeah, write we're gonna it. write a book. It is called. How to Make Two Frogs Fall in Love. <laughs> we have decided to write it together on the podcast. <laughs> it is a how-to book and a romance, and it has a third act twist that is going to rock your socks. <laughs> the next book we are going to read, I am so excited about Oh, you've been waiting so long. And we agreed on everything in this book, like absolutely. <laughs> but the next book... We're always gonna be fighting the guys. We're gonna be punching, kicking, taking the gloves off. Agatha Christie's shocker, The Hollow. (laughs) I've been saying it from day one. The Hollow. (laughs) I love The Hollow. Charlie has mixed feelings about The Hollow. I'm looking. I feel nothing. Hasn't freeze <laughs> in general. My back feels great.
1: Oh, so relaxed.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should, you know, you had the last bit of feeling in you because of those wooden chairs, and now you're just Jelly Boy. It's <laughs> true. All of my bones melted. I would
1: rather that Zach be happy.
0: I'd rather him be Jelly Boy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to revisiting yeah. this, this book because I know why I felt the way I did about it when I read it. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. All right, I'll save it. Well, we'll but... save it, and maybe I won't like it
0: as much, and we'll fall down in the middle because you—you know—some of these books I've been shocked by, like by Death Comes as the End and yeah. NRM, but I, then some that I—I kind like of wish we
1: disagreed or... more. I feel like it would make better content. But I think she's
0: just, just such a consistent writer that it's kind of hard to.
1: And I think that we're both approaching this, you know, emotionally involved, yes, but also like intellectually, so that. It's obvious the solutions that we both come to because we're both intelligent human beings.
0: Of course, we're both intellectuals. (laughs) If you were ranking every... We're all
1: three intelligent human beings, but Zach refuses to read the books.
0: Exactly, because I don't know how to read. (laughs) But he will be writing How to Make Two Frogs Fall in Love. (laughs) It's true. If if you were also ranking every film you saw in 2022 and beyond, we would have a lot more uh, disagreements. (laughs) Yes,
1: that's true. Yeah, cinematically, I think we... Like, uh, for instance, Zach, um, (laughs) I have finally, because... I am very slow and very poor. I have finally started watching all of the Peter Capaldi episodes of Doctor Who, which has been pure joy. Yes, they're very good. I love that man. I love that man.
0: We love Peter (laughs) Capaldi on this podcast, and I won't take any of that seasons of Doctor Who haters. (laughs) If you think it's bad, I think you're bad, and I don't want to be your friend. Exactly. Go marry your cousin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But... Josh, and I, we, Josh was like, okay, so, because, you know, you guys are very patient, and you're like, you know, we, you guys had this discussion, what, five years ago when the, yeah. the episodes came out, and I'm but like, hey, I want to talk about feelings it now. Are still fresh. But <laughs> um, Josh and I disagreed on an episode, because he's like, which episodes are you watching? And I, and I had just watched... Started the second season with Capaldi, whether all two-parters, mm-hmm. and Josh is like, "Oh, I really like the episode where they're underwater with the quote-unquote ghosts and yeah, the, the death girl bright. and the." I didn't like it. I don't. And I think it's- I
0: particularly <laughs> like that one. Mm-hmm. Thinking back, yeah, to maybe it. it's just me loving that one.
1: <laughs> I can see why you had like a like you said that you liked it because it felt like old Doctor. Yeah, no. it's
0: very classic. So
1: like it was nostalgic, but yeah, I had a lot of issues with it. I think it was
0: fine. I just um, don't remember liking that one particularly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, man, what was the episode that I freaked out about? Well, the, the Dalek one with Davros was, mm-hmm. was yeah. wild and crazy. And Missy, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Missy. Missy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Missy's the that was a, in the world. That was an awesome twist. Me and Josh <gasps> were both like,
1: what? <laughs> squealing and running around. She's just, wow. She's so she, fun.
0: <laughs> would she have gotten to the one in the castle yet? No, that's at the end of that season. <gasps> yeah, that one's the greatest more. It's the greatest. Of Doctor Who, I think. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's perfect. Better than, and it's hard to say better than Blink, because, you know, Blink yeah. is just, like, one of the all-time greatest episodes, but I think it is <laughs> but the I, greatest episode oh, so I think, so personally, I like Midnight better than Blink, as well. Yeah, I like Midnight better than Blink. I think it's Heaven Sent, Midnight, Blink, my yeah. top three. <laughs> and then after that. Oh, look,
1: he ranked them. <laughs> <Who's> Surprise!
0: <laughs> And then after <laughs> that, you can, like, your opinions might, like, shift, but yeah. I think a lot of people, yeah. I think people came around to Midnight later, because it is, it is just such stellar suspense, and I'm surprised Zach likes it, because it is so oh, scary. that's
1: what? the one, the, okay, that's a David Tennant one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know this. They're on the they're, train. They're on the thing, and they're in a planet that's supposedly... Diamonds. Ice. Yeah, Don't get yeah, okay, yeah. diamonds. Oh, well, ice. That's the street word for and diamonds. And there's
0: the thing on the ceiling that's... Yeah, thing. and the woman, oh, yeah, yeah and the, the what? Re- repeating Sky's everything until it takes over the doctor. yeah. And then the. the that hostess- episode.
1: Okay, oh. there's. Okay, I. A lot of episodes scare me really badly. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, one yeah. of the reasons it takes me so long, besides the fact of, like, not having actual television. Um, well, that's one of the reasons that I'm so slow to watch Doctor Who, because I have to build up my courage. That because, one is and it's terrifying. not even. They don't I, do anything scary. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, not like the monsters are never scary. It's the. It, it, they appeal to all those little things that terrified you so mm-hmm. much as a child. Yeah. That you like the people, somebody hiding under your bed. Yeah. Or yeah. like um, statues that that can see you, stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's just especially some sort of rude those fear. Russell
0: T Davies episodes. Stephen Moffat <laughs> loses it a little bit, and then you know Jodie Whitaker never has it, or <laughs> the Chris Chibnall area never has it. But those Russell <laughs> T Davies era episodes, they know just how to, like. The, they stick in your head, and every time I watch yeah. Midnight, every time I watch Blink, I still get frozen yeah. up and watching it. And like, uh, even um, though I know in the, the library, library as well. well. too, yeah. It's
1: just, it's just. Um, Say it.
0: Go ahead. No. <laughs> um, the reason that I can, because I am not an enjoyer of scary. Right. Uh like movies or T V shows. I can hear right. I can handle like a scary game mm. or something like that, but not a movie or TV show. A scary I, food. I don't <laughs> have Yeah, like mm. like spaghetti. Actually <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't handle it. Oh, Shocking. Oh. Spaghetti. <laughs> one of the scariest foods. <laughs> um um but I feel like I don't have control in those situations. We're in a game, I'm just like pause, I'm walking away. You yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. But those that episode I remember watching for the first time while Josh Midnight? was folding laundry. Which yeah, oh, right. <laughs> Midnight. Midnight. Okay. one? Midnight. Okay. It's so scary, and I'm yeah. sitting there in a hot dog form, and Josh is folding, like, plain white T-shirts, <laughs> and then he's, like, opening his doors, and I'm <laughs> actual like, Actual <laughs> T-shirts of the band. Uh, actual T-shirts. I was humming, Hey, there, Delilah. <laughs> What's those lyrics? There's only one <laughs> way <tomorrow>. to say. <laughs> and I'm like, Get out of here, doctor! Go. <laughs> you gotta go! <laughs> That's so scary. <laughs> yeah, Zach, we always say, goes into hot dog form. It's from Mrs. Doubtfire whenever he's trying to impress the, uh, like, what is she? She's trying to place it's him in a like, He says, do you yeah. want to see my impression of a hot dog? And he leans back. And Zach, whenever he's watching anything kind of scary, like, let's say, Doctor Who, or maybe the Kevin Bacon film, The River Wild. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> he goes into hot dog form. What <laughs> is version
1: of a hot dog? that was a lot of information it is but you have that's a
0: a, a, a very um a very clear memory it's a formative memory of mine (laughs) so did the the, uh, laundry help or yeah that's why I said you really wanted me to watch A Quiet Place when it came out on streaming and I said, the only way I'm going to watch A Quiet Place <laughs> is if you are folding laundry yeah. in the daylight. <laughs> yeah. And you said, okay. Because it grounds you. It.
1: Like it's okay. This is reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have right. to be. Right. It's like I look over and Josh is folding his boxers, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, <laughs> One, all is good two. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're in a theater, you can't separate yourself from the scene. But when you yeah. can look over and see that your cousin <laughs> is uh, folding things, and not the cousin you want to marry. But no, no. different cousin. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so glad that you get to experience those episodes. And there's so many people just stop with with that era, and it's so sad because he Wait, is so makes, amazing. It makes me sad because Matt Smith, I liked. but yeah. he was. I don't think he was as good as Peter Capaldi. And people no. just stop I mean, at after, after right. Matt Smith.
2: <laughs> did, and his episodes <laughs> aren't
0: as good either. They're like they're the Capaldis have so much more maturity about them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people say it the other way around. And I
1: now I didn't. I had I gave up on the Matt Smith era. Not anything against Fair. Matt, but he. He was his brand, like he's like this is the doctor I'm going to be, and he was, yeah. and I, I respect him for that. It just wasn't my it wasn't my thing, um. But I just not that long ago saw for the first time like the climactic episodes of Matt Smith era, like where mm. where I keep where he was dead in a body bag, and there was they were in that room that was yeah, supposed yeah, to be, like, yeah yeah the possible cage astronaut and yep. and, yeah. and uh, what's his name the yeah. the dude with the really raspy voice From Sam Leverage. something name yes yeah British guy very Cockney yeah.
0: Ma- ma- oh, I- made ma- yeah. okay. My whole oh, was in it. And I... In it.
1: Don't even... <laughs> I don't even remember where I was that I was watching it, but I was like, oh my gosh, these weren't bad. I Those feel kind of bad that I, I ignored it. And then it was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. But then it's like, Peter Capaldi, what are you going to do next? Like, 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 blow Brilliant. my mind again, please. Beautiful. The episode where he thought he was going to die, that, mm-hmm. was, that was the Dalek episode. And he comes into that, like, he's in medieval England yeah, and, he and he comes on a, tank. Riding a tank playing sunglasses. the guitar With like a boss on. because people don't know that he could play the guitar like a boss as well.
0: Yeah. And it's like, ah! <gasps> which episode is that? Which, because uh, he's talking about the bootstrap paradox. Have you got to that one yet? Yes. Where he's Beethoven's doing Fifth. Beethoven's Fifth. And who wrote I, Beethoven's Fifth? Which one is that? I
1: died. That was, that was the uh, the, the, the ghost who? one
0: oh that one maybe yeah, that's yeah. another reason why because I love it so much because he was like it, who wrote
1: Beethoven's 5th because yeah. you go back in time and, and you've you got the, his yeah yeah.
0: Um, yeah I love that one I don't get I, don't
1: I like that part of it because he, he's doing the he's bringing the third wall he's talking or fourth wall which is it
0: fourth, the ninth wall fourth
1: wall thank you yeah third wall wouldn't make any sense
0: he's got a sledgehammer around. how many
1: walls <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like it You're when he's just—he's
1: in the TARDIS by himself, and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to talk to." Because he did that with, uh, yeah, he does that. Quite a bit, yeah, yeah.
0: where he addresses. I love era, that. And no other doctor does that. It's and like, also,
1: he starts playing because he's like talking about Beethoven's Fifth, and he puts the guitar on, and I'm like, "Please, please yes. let it happen. Please let it happen."
0: And it does. It's funny that I'm so I, happy. I don't think about that, but the Capaldi plus Missy—they're both characters that are. Um, uh, they break the fourth wall constantly they both Mm -hmm. know they're in a TV show whereas the other ones don't
1: and how do you okay so you cast Peter Capaldi who is like who can make anything believable he's an actor's actor he's just like oh my gosh and then to, to say okay we're gonna make the master you know is gonna be played by a woman who on earth did we get I don't even know who that woman is I've never seen her anything else. Michelle but Gomez. she's just like... Mike Gomez. <laughs> they make each other... They're so... Because like, you could be intimidated by him. I'm uh, thinking just as an actor. Not her. Or you could be like... She could have oversold the crazy. Mm-hmm. But she always is just like pitch perfect with Brilliant. everything that she does.
0: <gasps> and there's oh, Nardole man. later. Oh, I love Nardal. Yeah, Nardole's great. Um, who was he? Uh, bald guy from British Big Off. Oth- uh...
1: Uh, Matt, Matt Lucas? Lucas. Matt Lucas. Yeah. Okay.
0: He's one of the companions coming up. Um, oh
1: really? Yeah.
0: He's like a side companion, okay. kind of like a Captain Jack, but with you know more charm. Yeah. <laughs> Except, and his name is Nardal. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're that finally. Sounds like
1: his, that sounds like it should be his name in real life. Like he doesn't look like a madman because he, like he kind of just plays himself. And he, <laughs> he
0: does. He like doesn't give two flying farts about what the Doctor is saying. <laughs> yeah. He's like in charge of the Doctor <laughs> yeah. almost, but not in an That's annoying true. way where the female like his not convi- like Clara crossing right. him. around. <laughs> not whenever <laughs> he's like in love with the female companion. Yeah. And they just are mean to him. Yeah. And then he's like, "Yes, ma'am." It's more like he's being mean, and the Doctor's like, well, you can't tell me what to do. And he's like, I will, and I'll hit you in the wrists. I'll look forward to yeah, that. he's, like, grinding him to Earth for something. Yeah. Like, but that's next season. Anyway, Doctor uh, Who. I'm sorry. I apologize for going on that rant. Because no, we great. were going to do a game. We do it, like, once every, uh, like, we have every, our episode. Yeah, once every episode. And we <laughs> once every episode, and it was
1: supposed to be. We talked about how much we disagreed on things, but that didn't even. We, I mean, that one episode. But we
0: agree on the doctors. There are
1: people out there who doesn't, who don't, who doesn't, who, who aren't even like actively us. liking Peter Capaldi. Have yeah. they
0: watched them? What is their problem? I think a lot of people gave up. There are people who watch the entire thing and they don't now, it. But there are also people who like the Jodie Whittaker era. And I would honestly <laughs> give up if they kept going. I wouldn't watch <laughs> the next season if it was on. If I'm going to be honest. I mean, I would because I'm a little sad boy. But, but like, I,
1: to rank them? I yes. drug
0: my feet to watch the final episode. Just do like, it. sing. Well, no, not that one because it wasn't out yet. But the other oh, ones. Okay. Like, there was two right, left right, that right, we hadn't right. watched because we watched them all together. And, and they were, we're horrible. Yes. We're, you know, friends. There's
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and... We uh, And I drugged my feet, and Josh was like, come on, we gotta watch this, or I'm gonna... I feel like watching it by myself, and I don't want to do that. It <laughs> made me too sad. I knew that he hated it, and I hate it too, but I'm, I I need to do it. And to be like, fair, they were kind the really of the best of what was going on. Like, I, the like, best of the worst. They weren't good, me... but they were... They were best of that era. Yeah. It was like, okay. It would make me really sad to have to watch it by myself, because we've been watching it together for... When did we start? It was season... It was the Peter Capaldi era when we started, or it was oh, the yeah. last Matt Smith? Era. It was. Last, the, last it was season. the Matt Smith season they, seven when we started watching it. New. Together. It was bef- It was the one where half the season was with Amy half and half six. six. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Yeah, so no, that's season seven. You're right. So we started at season seven. So you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We've been doing mm. it for six or seven years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. You and can't stop that. Yeah. Even if it's horrible. We and we used to, to live next door to each other, so we just walked to on one of each other's house. Well, a lot harder <laughs> now. Yeah. And then now we have to drive like 45 minutes. But Still yeah. worth it. It's so sad to be adults. Anyway, <laughs> let's play our game. Uh, <laughs> <suicide> <laughs> back. Let's play our game. We are returning with a br- uh, fan favorite. Uh, you all know the song. It's I... I... Confession! <laughs> I confession. I confession. confession. Um, I don't listen. I know that you're trying your best, but that's not quite how it went. <laughs> okay, how did it go? I confession. Okay, it was not quite as long of a, I, okay. I, I, I
2: confession.
0: confession. Yeah, thanks for telling me. I'm trying my best. <laughs> listen, I don't want to be that guy, but I have to be. This is this was my. My passion project. Yeah, this yes. is you, it's your thing. I know. Did you prepare <laughs> anything for I confession? Because Zach was been working on it. I mean, we um, th- were all supposed to confess to something. We right? were supposed to, and I haven't.
1: <laughs> you have nothing to confess <laughs> to.
0: It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have three things. One of them is about you. Okay, I had nothing prepared. Oh, okay. Uh, like I, I'm sure I have plenty to confess. Mine are to.
1: fairly short.
0: Okay, so because we have run a little long, but yeah, there is no okay. limit to what um, we can do. So,
1: <laughs> well, no, because Zach's story will be good. So I'll just throw mine in really quickly. Uh, confession number one. Um, I wanted to get lovely hash browns to serve you guys for dinner this evening. Oh. Um, they didn't have any, oh. so you guys are getting smiley shaped fries. <laughs> yes! yes,
0: that's a good confession. Last time I had smiley shaped fries, I refused was that? to buy tater tots, oh, well, so that? I bought you smiley fries. I love smiley fries.
1: <laughs> well, I was pretty embarrassed by it. Um, and then pretty the next thing, to
0: buy them <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah.
1: The next thing that I confess to is I almost did not get out of the way of an ambulance on the road because a Pink Floyd song was playing on the radio. And and you I thought, thought it was part of the track? I thought it was part of the
0: track. <laughs> Which song? The Wall. Oh, that's fair. But like Another Brick in the Wall? or Yes. Oh. No,
1: that's not the name of that song?
0: It's Another Brick in the Wall. The Wall is the album. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense, because yes. that has like helicopters and that teacher going like, <laughs> And
1: yeah! Yeah! I pulled out onto the road and the song is on and I'm like, we don't need no. Yeah. And then I, I hear an ambulance <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's in the song and they're like oh no what if it's real and I look behind me and there's an ambulance
0: that's good I like that there's a lot of sound effects in Floyd I don't know if there's a siren but there's plenty of (laughs) songs where there's sirens or beeping or something it could very well be looking around they have that there's that Kiss song uh, Detroit Rock City where they have a crash at the end and they say they had to take it out because it was too realistic Oh, that's wow. what they say in the back. But whenever you hear it on the radio, it's like, that's not... You would never um, think that that had happened right around you. It's like, <laughs> What's the Flight of the Concord songs? There's people on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> that beginning oh, of that yeah. one's like... Yeah, that's, that's a siren. like It's got a siren in it. <laughs> yeah. <and> like a. <laughs> Remember we had <laughs> so um, good. the beginning of the White Album uh, back in the yeah. USSR? <laughs> it starts with like an airplane like window, light, and so it has like a... <laughs> Zach would always The first time Zach it happened, I honestly tried to roll my window <laughs> up because I thought I had rolled it down. <laughs> so every time we would hear back in the USSR and that sound started going, we both out of the window enough to where it, I thought we were going to break his uh, That's his great. things that rolled they're his still window up. Still win. <laughs> still win. Those are good. Uh, these are good. confessions Okay.
1: Okay. All right. So, so it's, it's it's Zach's
0: turn. Do you have so any? What do you have? I have I uh, confession. What you, what are the things you have? Confessions. Is what they're called? <laughs> confess. Sorry, I have a couple confessions. Sorry. I got, I, yeah, I I'm going to confess something. <laughs> that was
1: pretty embarrassing. Cut that. Cut that, Josh. Cut, cut it
0: that. or I'll hurt I'll you. Cut that. I'm gonna I'll cut it or, it or, or I'll hit my. your knees. I'm not going to cut at least 25 minutes of you talking about marrying your cousin, but I'll cut that to save the <laughs> embarrassment. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, this one's fairly tame. Uh, I kind of, I think it's a little related to Charlotte's thing because... It's not about French fries. It's about onion rings. So, <laughs> um, last night, uh, Alana had made onion rings, mm-hmm. and she was very excited about them because they're they're just frozen onion rings, but yeah. they are they're pretty good. And so I made my plate, and I go to walk to to the couch, like I mentioned earlier, off off, uh, pod, where we don't have a dining room table. So I (laughs) went to go walk to the couch, and then she drops her plate of onion rings. And she was like, oh, man. And I was like, those still be good. And she was like, no, I'm not going to eat those. So I hand her my plate, and I pick the onion rings off the floor, and I eat them. No. No. I am the hero. No.
1: That could have... I thought where that was going was that you were like, "Sorry, babe," didn't give it. No, 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 no. It was gonna
0: be as George Costanza moment where he sits there and eats them in front of her. (laughs) I think that's amazing, and you are a hero. I think you'd be a hero. I think you're a hero for giving her your onion rings. I don't think you're a hero for eating them off the floor because you have cats. <laughs> if You didn't have any animals. That would be acceptable. But well, that's why it's embarrassing. R- recall whenever we dropped our nachos on the floor <laughs> and we ate them, and there was Even a little though bit they dog had hair. dog hair in them, and I have never gotten over that. <laughs> and here's the thing: these are onion rings. They're very like crisp and dry. They're not wet like nachos, nachos which just absorb the hair, and we almost had a whole <laughs> dog <in> there. <laughs> The my nachos dog. barked. My dog shed a lot of hair back yes. then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, big y- boy. Your dog yeah, had a lot boy. of hair my, going on. My fluffy off, wolf yeah. boy. Okay. So, number two is I recently acquired an electric drum kit. It's very exciting for me. So, I've been playing uh, a lot of drums recently, and I was sitting there uh, not too long ago, and I was playing drums, and I had to toot. So, I tooted, right? And I was like, I, I said to myself, that felt good. And almost simultaneously, I'm like, oh my god, right? I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. I had to leave the room because it was bad and like, oh, like open the door and like air out the door and spray. And so I'm like, okay, it's probably done. So I go back in. And I'm like, it still kind of smells, but I'm going to keep playing drums. So I start playing drums and I'm like, man, this is really bad, you know? And then Am Alana, I dead inside? Alana opens the door and goes... Ugh. <laughs> she almost throws up, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Is that me? Is that? Did I poop myself?" Gosh. So I literally went to the bathroom and wiped no. to oh, make sure no. I hadn't. It ended oh, up being a dead mouse that I found in the room. Oh! But I was so sure that oh, I had crapped no. myself <laughs> that I literally no. went and wiped myself <laughs> to make sure. That is quite a confession. This is an honest confession. Because <laughs> Josh had said to me, he was like, oh, do I you have can't. anything that you can use as a confession? <laughs> I went, I don't think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. It was, it was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. At least it wasn't oh. you. It was not me. That would be a worse confession. I was part of the clean underwear club, so <laughs> that's good. <laughs> wow that broke my brain yeah it was intense for me
1: oh wow Did you have another you said one of them involved the same Josh. Was about
0: me so this one is not this is not a confession about me this is kind of a confession about Josh what I did since he since he have doesn't one. have one yeah I figured I would write this one down because <laughs> I don't think we've brought it up before but a while ago um <laughs> I forget what we did I so it was like s- snowing or something like that and I went over to Josh's place and I had brought both a pair of shoes and a pair of boots. And so the whole time mm-hmm. I was there, I, I, like, wore the shoes in, but then I was wearing my boots the whole time, and I ended up leaving my shoes at Josh's house. Now, they were a brand-new, like, like two-week-old pair of white shoes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they had gotten a little dirty, right? Uh, they're white <laughs> shoes. They're, like, white felt shoes. <clears throat> they were vans. Slip so on vans. They were, like, felt okay. on top. <laughs> yeah. And they had gotten a little dirty, but they weren't, like... Ruined Or anything Uh And so Josh said to me One day later on He goes Hey I've got those shoes I need to bring them back to you And I jokingly said No that's okay Just throw them away And so Josh later on Texted me And he said He said Hey I've got those shoes Do you actually want me To throw them away And I thought he was joking So I said I said, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and then no. I went That's up funny. to his house the next time, and I said, oh, let me grab those shoes. And he looked at me with <laughs> such sadness in his eyes. And he goes, I them away. I
2: said, what? Oh, my gosh. It was gosh. like,
0: you told me to throw away. I said, they were three weeks old. <laughs> yeah. It told me twice. See, this shows you. I was joking. That. That. So many times, I'm like, "Hey, can I get this?" Yes. And we're like, nah, I threw that away." You know, it's it's this thing. I guess thing. I just didn't get it over text. <laughs> like, because it was both times it was text that I was like, "I guess they so he brought two pairs over, which is an old rag, so, raggedy pair." Yeah.
1: So children, this is a a lesson against the uh, the dangers of
0: sarcasm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I should have been. I should have said, "Yeah, throw him away." Jk, lol. Not, not really. Yeah. Winky face. <laughs> winky face. And then, yes. then he would have been like just the wink <laughs> winky show. Monster, I'm too? such a. Yeah. He must be. He must be. Lol. It must and be jk. It's the opposite. It's the double bluff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I to show you how good of a friend I am. I have thrown away Zach's new shoes. I have ran over his glasses in my car fourteen <laughs> times. I have lost all of his Minecraft armor. <laughs> that is true. Anyway. I, I got up to do something at the house Why while playing Minecraft. Why do you keep Minecraft. hanging
1: out with this guy? I don't know.
0: He fell into the lava guy. so many times in that game until all of the armor broke, and it, it took me hours to get that. <laughs> oh man! And Ben was roasting you hard. <laughs> I didn't know it. Minecraft is Minecraft was hard. Now I'm a pro. <laughs> Audience, Josh plays Minecraft with a trackpad. That's another confession. I for don't Josh. have a mouse, guys. I can't find one. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: He's a playing and doing anything. He's playing a with computer a game yeah, with, a, with a trackpad. I need a mouse. He's insane. I hate He's track not pads. Good at
1: it. <laughs> Nobody can well, do anything with the track. Look how
0: strong this finger is. Look. I'm looking. Okay, here's a confess, and this is a more like a humble brag, but kind of more of a diss on me as well. Okay, so I had to go for, to, to physical therapy, and what they do in order to test the strength of your hands um, is they have you pinch something. So they have like this. It's like I guess it's like how much weight can you pinch? The pinchometer. You know? Yeah, the pinchometer, and so So
1: it's gauging the strength of your hand. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah.
0: you're you have the strength of like eight crabs. <laughs> sure, and so so I have a weaker hand. So they they get you to compare it with like you the hand that you have is that your normal ability, and then the hand with the disability. So. Um, I had like a new therapist that day because I had had an older lady that was very like uh, old ma on the porch kind of approach and then this was this was a younger person who was very like oh go get him and so they had they had me pinch it with with my normal hand and I pinched it once and they looked at it and they were like oh okay and then they were like they worked it down like well let's do it a second time and then I went a second and I'm like alright and then a third and then she sat it down and looked at me with all sincerity and she said that is the highest pinch strength I've ever seen in this office. And, you know, part of me was so flattered and another part of me looked around the room at, like, the 80-year-olds. <laughs> and people in pretty worse shape than me. And I was like, but, hey, pretty strong strength, pinch strength.
1: That's something, I'll take
0: it. That's something to put on my resume.
1: I have the highest pinch strength of anyone. So my
0: spirit animal? Crab. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been... This has been a wild episode. I'm sorry for throwing away your shoes. That's all right. <laughs> no. I, I just I I wanted to make sure you. that you had a, you know, a dog a in this business. Yeah, dog, and biscuit, right. <laughs> <had completely> <laughs> a dog in this I had completely forgotten. Dog in this race. I always remember running over your glasses. How did we? we, we I, I remember 14, it times. Like 14 times. 14 times. Because it was days <laughs> that I drove <laughs> yeah. back for It was going in and out yeah. every day for seven days. Yes, <laughs> All of his glasses that we found obliterated. But that was Zach's fault, not mine. I, I had you know. dropped was, them in the driveway. It. it was neither of our fault, really. It was an yeah. accident. I have been looking for them for weeks. <laughs> I mean, I found them, but yeah, I, he's, he sent me a text. I brought them over. He right. sent me a text, and he said, I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> and the good news was he found my glasses, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then he sent me a picture of the that glasses. I news as like I ran oh over no. them in my car. I think he and actually brought s- them over in the case. <laughs>
1: And he said, "What do you want me to do with them?" You said, "Just throw them away." And he still has them and to this day because he man, thought you wanted put them the back. Put the broken
0: glass on your face and blinded <laughs> your left eye. This has been uh, a hoot and a half of an episode. This has been so fun, indeed. A very unexpected. We have talked. It was, we <laughs> thought it was going to be miserable. I had prepared my Les Miserables. It's it's the chairs. We're vibing
1: off the chairs. Maybe true. this
0: is this is the goofy, goofus and gallant era of Don't Drink Do the Tea. <laughs> I prefer if it wasn't. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> it's too late. I'm gonna go <sighs> fix uh the smiley face. Charlotte's so gonna go uh, make us smile with some fries. <laughs> and me and we, Josh are gonna arm wrestle. And we're gonna arm wrestle. <laughs> One, two, three. <clears throat> ah, you got me. Hey, not just the pinch. He's got the arm. He got the arm! <laughs>